So if you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out. We're getting ready. This is part seven of Transformation Going Forward. That's uh, what we're sharing on tonight. really is quite exciting about what the, the Father is uh, doing within this series. Seven days. It's been seven days. There's been so much that the Father has taught us, so much that we've gone through. What's been our focus is to bring edification and encouragement and to minister uh, in a way just to, to bring the life of Yeshua uh, to our lives. Hallelujah. So we're doing something a little different tonight. I'm not really going to preach off notes. I'm just uh, pulling out uh, a few key verses that uh, uh, all I've done is just I've just done a search on uh, my Bible uh, on uh, what's it called? Uh, Bible Gateway just to pull up some scriptures with keywords on the relation of the body of Messiah, the importance of the body of Messiah. So that's what we're going to be talking on tonight. Sandy says all things are possible. Hallelujah. That is true. So if you're tuning in right now and you're connecting with us, if you're on YouTube, just give us a shout out. Um, I'm just checking that uh, our feeds are going through. If you're on uh, Facebook, you're just uh, joining us. Just let us know that you are there. Um, you can be silent in the background if you want. That's fine. But, uh, you know, we want to be community. I can't, I can't, you know, this is a man thing. I can't write and talk at the same time. Let me hold on one second. I'm trying to log in uh, just to make sure that the YouTube feed is connected. And that's what we're trying to sort out right now. Okay, we're just logging into there just now. Oh, I'm looking forward to tonight. We're going to have a, a great time as we come into the Sabbath. We thank you, Father, that we can enter in. Hallelujah. What a joy it is to enter in uh, to his presence. You know, the Sabbath is a feast day. You know, we are on. We're live there on Facebook, on uh, YouTube, so that's good. Hallelujah. So that's working. We've got Cassandra coming in on uh, YouTube. Good to see you. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. And uh, we've managed to get the feeds going across onto YouTube so people on YouTube can see the feeds from Facebook. Welcome, Mum, in Scotland. Ah, it's good to have you join us today. And we've got Cheryl as well in Durban, South Africa. Shabbat Shalom. Hope you're doing well down there in Durban. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Great time. Well, it's getting cool down there now, isn't it? I suppose it's still quite warm. It's not too bad, I suppose. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. Okay. So tonight, you know, one of the things we're going to do is we're just, we're just, look, it, it's a short, it's a Friday night. You know, we're coming into Sabbath. Uh, we're not going to have a long teach tonight. We're just going to lay a few foundations of edification in the spirit and just a couple of prophetic declarations that uh, the Father is speaking out. Welcome, Peter, as well, with Cheryl. Welcome. And, um, you know, look, we want to be encouraged. It's so important that we are walking to edify the body of Messiah. To bring forth edification brings forth transformation. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. There's the time come where we've got to get the plumb line down clearly understand the importance of scripture but you know we've got to get to the place where we develop 
an addiction to the Messiah. We are called to be addicted to Yeshua. That's what happens when you're in love. You can't talk about anything else. You can't focus on anything else. You're just focused on the one that you love. Do we love Yeshua? Are we experiencing the love of Yehovah within our lives? And that's what I want us to catch tonight. I'm going to take my watch off and put it here to keep an eye on the time. All right, we're going to go for about probably 20, 30 minutes tonight. Hallelujah. So we want to get our eyes on him. We want to fall in love in Yeshua. We want to see a deep work of the Spirit. Why are these things so important? Because we cannot learn until we cross over into the place and experience the transformation of the power of the Spirit. We need the working of the Holy Spirit. Or, or how else can we understand the Word? How else can we be trained in the Word? How else can we go into the depth where it's, it's more than surface communication? And in the things we are talking about, look, we're not talking just surface things in our edification. That's not what we're doing. We are triggering key things that will help you dive deeper in your relationship in Yeshua. We want to get out of the shallow waters of faith. And we want to move into a place of supernatural action. So you can be learned, you can study, you can learn all the principles. And, you know, this takes me back to the day, early stages of drumming. You know, the first one and a half years, my drum teacher says, you're not even allowed to touch a drum kit. You're going to learn all your rudiments and just work on a pad. And this is what drumming is all about. If you want to be a drummer, you know, do you just want to play and make a joyful noise? Then that's a different model. You know, just go play and play along to music. But if you want to be trained and you want to learn and you want to be, uh, you know, established in your instrument, then this is where you've got to start. And, uh, you know, you just start playing and, and you're going through the rudiments, you're going through all the foundation. And sometimes you get pretty fed up, like, I don't want to go through this. I just want to get on and play the kit and have the joy of playing the kit. But what we have to do is we have to take the things that we are learning and we have to apply them to the kit. So what you're doing on the drum pad, you've then got to transfer that onto the drum kit so that it creates the music, it creates the joy that it was there to do. And it can hold the band together and work with the other musicians. That's what's going on. But So what's the key? The key is everything you are learning, you're learning for the purpose of application. If you know everything and you don't know how to apply it, and that's why I, you know, this is my foundation. Look, if we will know the Holy Spirit through and through and spend our life devoted to the Scripture, the Holy Spirit will reveal His truth to you. He will speak directly into your heart. You don't have to be specialist. You don't have to be a doctorate or whatever. You just have to have the connection with the Holy Spirit and he will reveal the truth to you. It says in the word that he is our teacher and he is our counselor. And we are called first and foremost to be in the school of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh. And any form of biblical teaching must direct us in the path of knowing and walking in the Holy Spirit. It's vital for the body of Messiah to grow. And listen, I want to encourage everyone that's watching, if you're listening to this on podcast, let's be students of the Word. Let's be those who are learning what the Father is saying. But you don't surrender. Oh, what's going on? <clears throat> you don't surrender your learning authority to a man. 
You've got to be in the place where you are submitted and surrender to the Ruach HaKodesh, to the Holy Spirit. Now we want to come under the teaching. We want to come under uh, uh, the learning of the the apostles and the teachers and, and the preachers and, you know, the evangelists. We want to learn. What's an evangelist? He's not someone who wins souls. He's one who trains you to be a soul winner. That's an evangelist. Yeah, because what some call the fivefold ministry that's been very abused and a lot of its position and understanding, what some call the fivefold, <coughs> these positions are servant positions. An apostle is a greatest servant of all. He pioneers a work, and before he can be praised, he's not there. He's already off pioneering another work. A teacher, what is he doing? He is teaching us how to teach others. An evangelist, what's an evangelist doing? He is teaching us how to win the lost. Yes, by example. Every office is by example. A preacher, uh, you know, or uh, a pastor, the, the pastoral type of office, what is he doing? He is caring for others and he raises people up to care for others. These are the key elements that we need to teach. Prophets, what is the key elements of the prophet, the prophet, the office of prophet? They prophesy, they keep us within the lines of the Torah, within the lines of the word. And they mentor others that are called in a prophetic way. We see in the scriptures the school of the prophets. And in the school of the prophets, it's not what we see so much today where we see this whole foundation where the school of the prophet says we're going to lay hands on you he received the gift of prophecy now you know go prophesy over those free people but, but let me tell you something if you see blood guts divorce you know bad things don't prophesy that but if you see gold streets and you know blessing and increase and all the good things that's the stuff you have to prophesy well let me tell you something that is not the office of prophet that the prophet is not the alternative to the fortune teller. We need the prophetic word of Yahovah. Because when the prophet speaks, when that prophetic word comes forth, it is the most incredible sword of the word of Yahovah you have ever experienced. It will, it will accomplish what the word is set out to do. That's what it says, that the word of the prophet will not come back void. If you want to identify if someone's a false prophet, you ask the question... Do their prophecies come to pass? Are they walking in the gift? Are they established within the gift where signs and wonders take place? These things are important. So maybe we'll get into more of the things of the gifts next week. Uh, you know, as we go into Shabbat tomorrow and, and next week, we'll see what the Father does because we are heading down to Shavuot, everyone. We're on the curtain of the Omar. Are we on day 35? 30, 34, 35, I can't remember now. Huh, I should know. Anyway, it'll come to me. My brain is gone. Okay, who have we got coming in? We've got Lola joining with us. Welcome. We've got Richard in Oregon. Welcome. We've got B in Texas. Hallelujah. We've got Russell in uh, Liverpool in the UK. We've got Richard. Did I say Richard? Yep, I said Richard in Oregon. Welcome. Maybe I said... Uh, yeah, okay, Richard in Oregon, welcome. Thanks for joining with us tonight. All right, so like I said, we're going to keep it quite short tonight, but we're just going to put the plumb line of some key importance in teaching. And look, this is why it's important. Ministry is not about competition. 
right? A minister's not in competition. We're not, you don't compete against other people for uh, for congregations or for for listeners or, or for anything like that. We're not in competition. We are the body of Messiah. If you are receiving from one source, be blessed and drink and receive what the Father is giving you. If you find that being connected with a ministry is not edifying and not building you, then you don't have to be connected to those ministries. But we want to be committed. Day 35. Thanks, Cassandra, on the counting of the Omar. Hallelujah. Christy, welcome from Texas. Good to see you. So what's the key? We're saying we've got to join together. We need the body of Messiah in the nations to connect so that we can be a blessing to each other, so we can be a support to each other. That's why it's such a joy that we can have people from all over the world joining with our live feeds and connecting with us uh, after we're, we're on air. And, you know, the, the people that we've ministered to in the nations of the world, it's such a blessing. But the reason we can do that is, you know, we don't, we're not trying to find ownership for our thing because we're not called to build our own thing. We are about building the kingdom. So I want to speak blessing over you and the importance in finding the key ministries and local kehalas and fellowships where we can walk together because we are not meant to be alone. If you're in a place of isolation and you haven't got anyone to connect with, you know, then, you know, who do you connect with? You know, we are a connection point. We're not here just to be a talking head. If you're going through needs and you're you're facing challenges, we, we can be on the phones, we can respond by email, we can respond by message, we can interact, we can support and stand with you no matter what you're facing because we're the body. Hallelujah. If there's those who are watching and you want to, you know, get... Uh, qualifications and ordained in ministry and these things are also important we see it in timothy we read it the other day how paul uh, we're dealing with the ordination of timothy and how that he was blessed he was sent in the office that the father had called him to do these things are important so if you want to get uh, different forms of teaching look around at what's out there and be blessed with the teachers that you find i'm blessed and encouraged uh with uh, my uh, friendship and connection with Arthur Bailey, and if you, you know, House of Israel in Charlotte, North Carolina, check out his ministry. Look at the, the Bible school that he has. Get connected to, to ministries like his so that we can be built up and equipped and trained for the purpose of making a difference for the gospel of the kingdom. So, you know, the reason I'm saying this is it's important that we understand that we need each other. We need other, you know, connections. Who do you have locally that you're connected with? I, I have the joy of connecting with leaders all over the nations. And it's such a blessing that we can connect and spend time together and relate together. And we are available for leaders as well in different parts of the world that we can spend time together in prayer and really press in and press through together in Messiah. It's important. We're not on our own. We're building the body of Messiah. Hallelujah. Timothy, what an awesome book. That's right, it is. That's Sandy saying that on the feeds there. Hallelujah. Anyway, I want to read Romans chapter 12, one of my favorite chapters of all time. I love it. Hallelujah. Welcome, Paul. Thanks for joining with us. Good to see you. Let us know what country you're in, Paul. 
Thanks uh, for uh, saying a hi, a shout out, hallelujah, on the feed. Okay, so, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for the word of Yehovah, that your word is alive. Nigeria, thank you. Father, we thank you for Paul in Nigeria. We speak blessing over his life, over his ministry there in Nigeria. Thank you, Father. And, Father, we ask you to open up our eyes and enable us to partake of your word today. We recognize as we're here in Israel, it's already Shabbat, it's Sabbath, Friday night. We thank you for the Sabbath. We thank you for this appointed time. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to speak into our lives and minister to our hearts, Father, that we can be raised up as a body. Father, we can do our part as an individual to be effective for the blessing of the body of Messiah in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. So Romans chapter 12, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of Elohim's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim. This is your spiritual act of worship. Amen. So we've got to lay our lives down. You are not your own. We are part of the body. Hallelujah. It's your spiritual act of worship. Don't conform any longer to the patterns of the world. Why? Because if you're connected to the world and you're following the patterns of the world, you're going to be dysfunctional in the kingdom. So pray, fast, press in, become spiritually minded. Allow the Ruach HaKodesh to do a mighty work within your spirit. Hallelujah. We're talking right now about transformation going forward. What are we, everyone? We are done with backsliding. We are not going to be in fear of not making it. We're not going to be in fear of, of failure. Hallelujah. Because we are going to be hidden in Messiah. And if we've done things wrong, if we're in the wrong, if we have sinned, then this is the time. Get correction in your heart. Align yourself. And, and whatever the consequences you have to go through because of your sin, you've got to pay those consequences. But align yourself back to Yehovah. You can be forgiven, but it, it doesn't mean that, you know, well, sorry, officer, uh, God forgive me for going through the red light. You know, you're still getting a ticket. You'll still have the consequences of sin, but you can still walk in the forgiveness of Yahovah in the midst of the things that we do wrong. So what we want to do, Father, is stand in your presence. We don't want to conform any longer to the patterns of the world. We are transformed. Oh, we don't want to look the same. I don't want people looking at me saying, ah, oh, it's the same old Kenny Russell. Yeah, you know, he's just always like that. No, I don't want to be the same old Kenny Russell. I want to walk in the power and the authority of the Messiah. What's the key thing that we should be doing in the midst of the coronavirus? We shouldn't be looking at how we're managing fear and how we're managing dis-ease. Well, how are we going to meet together? How are we going to walk together? How are we going to do all... Forget all those things. Not that they're not important. You know, it's important that we protect our families and protect ourselves. That's important. But what's more important is that we are in tune with the Spirit and being transformed in the Spirit and prepared for a mighty outpouring of the fire of the Ruach HaKodesh. Are you ready for the mikvah? Are you ready for the baptism of fire? This is time. This is where we're at. 
We're saying, Father, in the counting of the Omar, day 35, as we're pressing the 49, as we're coming in to the place of Shavuot, it's a feast day. It's a day when we expect more, when we expect. And, you know, the Father has prepared the day. He's already in preparation. He's already making plans for what this day is going to look like. He's the one that's ordered the banquet. He's the one that's created the event. And we are the ones that have the invitation. Come, be a part. This is time when we will meet. This is time when we will come together. This is time when we will see the outpouring of the Spirit in a mighty way. Don't conform any longer to the patterns of the world, but be transformed with the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. You will never again be in the place where you're like, I'm lost. Where's my place in the body? Where's my place in the body? Listen, if you're just, you know, totally diluted in your faith... You're not going to understand how to identify your place in the body. You've got to come to the place where you lay your lives down. Look how much effort you put within the, the workplace. You know, someone's watching right now and, and you pour out, you pour out so that you see the reward, you see the blessing for the work of your hands. Look at the effort you put into that. Well, how much effort do you put in the presence of Yahovah? How committed are you? And you know, if you're in business, I'm here to help you. I can help train you how to be spiritually uh, transformed in the marketplace because everything you do in business should be by the Spirit. It doesn't matter if you own a company. It doesn't matter if you work for a company. Listen, you don't work for that employer. You don't work for that business. You work for Yahovah. You're a child of the Most High Elohim. Hallelujah. That's who you work for. You are accountable to Him. You might have signed your accountability to that job and that contract that you have in that workplace. But here's the reality. You are, uh, you are accountable to Yehovah. Your actions are accountable to Him. Your responsibilities and how you perform your work are accountable to Him. And you are called to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Not in fear, oh, you know, what am I going to do? What? No, in, in, in reverence and fear to Yehovah. Exodus chapter 20, 20. It's what we spoke on yesterday. We have got to align ourselves. Oh man, I tell you, I'm preaching myself happy right now. I'm, I'm on it. And I'm enjoying it, yeah, because I want to be encouraged too as we are pressing in. Man, we're just hanging out, having fellowship right now. Welcome, Deanne. Good to see you. Uh, glory, glory, hallelujah. Excellent. Thanks for joining with us. If you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out. Tell us where you're watching from. If any of you get a scripture you want to share, just post it in the message so that we can see it, so that we can be an encouragement to each other. It doesn't matter if I say it or not. Everyone's watching. They can see the comments. And just, you know, be blessed through the comments of what's coming up. Some of the feeds don't have all the comments on YouTube. We have all the comments in the feed uh, cycle over there. Hallelujah. So we are accountable to Yeshua. So when you work, you're not working unto a boss in the flesh. And that's why it talks about, you know, when the owner's not there, you know, don't sit and be lazy and do nothing. Why? Because you don't work for the owner. And just because he's not there, he doesn't see you. So you just think you can do nothing. No, you work for Yehovah. 
So you do what it takes. And then that owner will recognize, that business owner, that company you work for will recognize, wow, what a blessing it is to have this person in my business <laughs> because they don't work as unto me. They work as unto Yehovah. So I can trust them. They are trustworthy. I can walk away and I don't have to worry about are they fulfilling their tasks? You know, are they skiving off or are they doing the job? Why? Because they have an order within their life that they are subject to Yehovah and to the principles of Yehovah. We are not called to walk in the ways of this world. We are called to walk in the name and in the ways of Yeshua. So we'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Praise the name of Yeshua. So that, that's going to deal with a, a whole bunch of counseling right there, you know. Well, I don't know who I am. Listen, if you're a babe, we will take you on this journey. We'll help you walk deeper. We'll help you establish who you are in Messiah. Get you to the place where you, you, you know, you'll have the tools so that you can inquire of God on your own. It's not going to be, you know, uh, being reliant on what one person or another person is saying. But, you know, you'll be able to go to the scriptures and receive from Yehovah yourself. You know, when you're a baby, when, you know, you have to be fed by your parents or whoever's got that spoon in their hands but then once you start to realize wait a second give me that spoon <laughs> that's what hannah did when she was little you know you're trying to feed her with a spoon then the hand comes out grabs your hand and now all of a sudden she wants the spoon and she's digging in you know why because you're teaching the child how to eat and how to uh, be able to participate and that's what we have to be in the spirit we've got to know how to delve into the word oh brother i've been saved for 15 years you know i just don't get it i just oh look you know i can't work it out just you teach me and everything's going to be fine no we have got to be students of the word and that's always going to be our uh, our position in the ministry to teach people how to receive the hunger and the first of the word and of righteousness to walk in his ways to see the victory in messiah hallelujah verse 3 for by the grace given me i say to every one of you do not think of yourself more highly than you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith god has given you be in sober judgment and, you know, what is this getting to in this portion? You know, we're starting to get to the place on how do we relate to the, the Kehala, to the assembly? How do we relate to the body of Messiah? Stop being an island. And I'm so blessed and encouraged with the amount of people the Father brings around our ministry who share the testimonies of how they've been supernaturally blessed and transformed because of the ministry and the, the number of partners and people that support the work that we do and want to be behind the things that we do. Why? Because they feel a part of what the Father is doing in our walk. Because we are not building our kingdom. We are applying our effort and resources for the establishment of the body of Messiah. Hallelujah. So don't think of yourself too highly. Just, you know, step down and recognize that we're called to walk together. It's servanthood we're after. It's not fame and popularity. It's servanthood. 
How do we minister in sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith? You know, see yourself through the measure of faith Elohim's given you. Listen, he wants to build your faith. The Father is looking for powerful spokesmen and women who will speak out the word of Yahovah to a hurting and, and desperate generation. Hallelujah. Where are the people that will rise up in the fire of the Spirit? If I can just get you to Shavuot, let me tell you something. There's going to be an amplification of the glory of the power of God that's going to go through so many people's lives because of this preparation that we are going through. I'm just asking you to join me in the journey. This is my journey. This is my walk. And I'm saying, let's walk it together. Let's be prepared together. Let's get to the place where the power of God manifests within and through our lives. Remember what I said, within and through our lives. Let's not take everything that the Father has and hoard it. No, we receive so that we can give. Hallelujah. We want to be a channel where things will go through us. Hallelujah. It's not going to stop. We're not called to be hoarders in the kingdom. Why? Because we have got a rich reward in heaven. Hallelujah. The Father has prepared an incredible reward for us. And I can't wait to get to that place where we take our crowns. And instead of going, oh, it's my crown. I love this crown. Oh, let me just keep it. No, you're going to take that crown and you're going to cast it before Yeshua. Why? Because there's no greater thing in your life than to be in the place of worshiping before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. You cast your crown. You'll cast your blessings. You'll cast your inheritance that he has given you before him. Hallelujah. We're called to be givers. We're called to be generous. We're called to be outspoken. <laughs> Come on. Anyone getting blessed here? You know, I know you're maybe 20 seconds behind me right now on the feeds, on some of the feeds anyway. Hallelujah. Let's look at what's happening. 6% drop frames. Oh, that's not bad. It was uh, 42% yesterday. Hallelujah. Thank you for broadband. Thank you. In a couple of days, we've got new broadband service coming into the building. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. What verse are we at? Verse 4 of Romans chapter 12, if you're just joining. Hallelujah. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Messiah... We who are many form one body. Oh, I want you to feel that you belong today. You belong. Yehovah loves you. Elohim, he loves you. God loves you. He loves you. We're called to love each other. You will be known by the love you have for Yehovah and the love you have for one another. That's how we identify who we are. So come on. Let the love of Yehovah flow within our lives. Hallelujah. We don't all have the same function. So in Messiah, we who are many form one body. Don't forget this. This is so important in our teaching process. This is so important in the preparation of our life. It's not the fittest and strongest survive. No, it's the fittest and strongest provide and enable the weakest. We're not going to leave anybody behind. If Yeshua will leave the 99 to find the one, what are you going to do with the brokenness? What are you going to do with those in need, with those who need help? What are you going to do? Are you going to stand up and be who the Father has called you to be? Or are you just going to be in it for yourself? Come on. 
We're called to be the body of Messiah. We've got different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. Oh, brother, you know, I love all the other things about God, but that prophesying... Listen, there's been so much abuse in the area of prophecy, but that doesn't deny the importance of prophesying. Hallelujah. That's my gift and my calling, is to prophesy, is to proclaim and declare. That's my office. Hallelujah. I'm not uh, uh, insecure over the calling over my life. I'm called to prophesy. That's what I'm called to do. And I'm going to use it in proportion to my faith. What's the gift the Father's given you? Come on. We need to start using the gifts. Verse 7. Is it in serving? Let him serve. That's another one of my gifts. I love to serve. I love to serve the body. I love to feed the body with the word, with the spirit of encouragement. Some like to serve with the things that they do with their hands. You know, you don't really want me fixing stuff up for you, you know. I'm getting a lot better at it. Certainly in the early days, you know, you didn't want me doing that. I used to get injured in five minutes anytime I tried to, you know, do some handy work around the house, you know. It was quite frustrating. But let me tell you something. I don't know. I got an exemption certificate in 2012 after I smashed my shin with the hammer cleaning out one of the drainage systems for my wife one day. And I said, that's it. I'm done. You know, I'm an, <laughs> you know, I'm busted up over here. You know, it's going to take me days to recover. And I gave my wife a certificate of exemption for 10 years till 2022. I will not do any DIY. Find someone to help you. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I seem to have this anointing. Maybe my wife prayed for me. I have this anointing to build things, to build studios, to <laughs> to build door systems. And, you know, what? how many things have I been doing? You know, building saunas and spa rooms and, oh, goodness me. Listen, painting, I haven't got the anointing for that yet in service, but, you know, if you need someone to come up with a strategy and how we need to build things out, I can work it out. You know, I don't mind getting my hand in an engine or two, fiddling my way around, trying to work things out as well, as long as it's not computers involved. Amen. So are we called to serve? Do we have the gift of serving? Verse 7, if it's serving, let them serve. We need to allow room for the gifts to function. Hallelujah. We're the body. Come on. We need the room for the gifts to function. Hallelujah. If it's serve and serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. Do you have a gift of teaching? We always make room for those who have teaching ability, those that have writing abilities and they know how to scribe and they, they know how to put things together. We want to see what the Father uh, will bring forth within your life. We don't want it to just be bulldozer faith. It's not about Kenny Russell. We are developing into a mission agency, so we're training and equipping people in outreach and evangelism. And we're getting ready to be at the place where we're going to start training people right where you are in evangelism as part of what we are doing so we can enable you right where you are, you know, because maybe we're not going to be traveling the way that we need to or would like to travel in this year. But we can certainly train people and equip them to get them out within their communities. Hallelujah. We can do that. And we're going to get ready to do that uh, when the Father says it is time. So if it's teaching, let them teach. If it's encouraging, let him encourage. I love to encourage. 
I love it. I love to be an encourager. Hallelujah. If it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. I love to sow what I make in the marketplace for the purpose of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So that we can get the gospel out and share the truth of Yeshua to this generation. So let's contribute to the needs of others. Let's find those that are broken. Let's find those that need help. And let's be a source. And what do we love about the body? If we come together, we can be more effective in ministering to the brokenhearted. You know, in the tithing cycle, six years, was it three year, a six-year cycle, you brought your tithe into uh, the temple. And in the seventh year, you didn't bring your tithe in. You took your tithe and you ministered to those in your community. Hallelujah. The Father's plan is, as a body, let's reach out corporately to make a difference to the needs of others. But then there comes a time when you've got to take the resources you have and start looking at how you can plant and minister to those around you in the community around you. Hallelujah. So we want to be those that are contributing to the needs of others and giving generously. It's part of the fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. If it's leadership, let him govern diligently. Hallelujah. Father, raise up leaders. Raise up examples. Raise up those that will teach in discipleship and equip the body of Messiah this day. Hallelujah. Let him govern diligently. If, if it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Are we called to show mercy? Are we called to uh, just minister from a cheerful heart in a place where you just don't want to be cheerful? Let's walk in the calling as the body of Messiah. Love must be sincere. It must be true love. You know, it can't be pretend love. It's got to be real. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Yehovah is good, but he disciplines those he loves. Oh, I don't know if I like that discipline. You know, that's not the love. I want greasy grace love. Doesn't matter what I do. God, you just forgive me. God, you just bless me anyway. No, what did we talk about yesterday? When you walk in the place of sin, sin cuts the power of the authority of God off in your life. That's why we need to be constantly in the place of what? We need to be constantly in the place of teshuva. We need to repent. We've got to come before him and keep short account before the Father and do what the Father calls us to do and walk in his ways. And, and you know, check your life against the word and against what the Father is saying. There's many people want to manipulate others into what they think the Father is saying and what they think repentance looks like, but you, you're called to be accountable before Yehovah. That will make you function better within the body. You know? Hallelujah. If there's disputes amongst you, you need to settle those disputes in a godly fashion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Where are we at? Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Pay the price in your relationships with others. Hallelujah. Be devoted to one another. Honor one another above yourself. Always look out for the best, the best of others. And this is my focus in ministry and also in business. How are we supporting to bring blessing 
to those that we minister and those that we work with in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Honor one another above yourself. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving Yehovah. This is the key. You work for Yehovah. You know, this might be transforming for someone who's watching right now. How are you working right now? Is your work ethic in line with the scripture? Are you walking in the the, the, the ways of the Father and how you're in ministry and how you're in business and how you're in employment? Hallelujah. Never lack in zeal. How do you get hold of that zeal? Where does that zeal come from? You know, what have we got to do to see the zeal of the of the Lord move within our life? You've got to get into his presence and be around others. <laughs> it's not just about your, your zeal on your own. It's so encouraging for us to fellowship right now. What a blessing it is if you're on the live feed. Hallelujah. That we can connect, that we can communicate. You know, it's one thing to listen to the recording after it's live. It's another to be there during the broadcast where we can interconnect with each other. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So we want the zeal. Father, we pray for zeal, the zeal of Yehovah, that we will be spiritually strong. Hallelujah. That we will not be walking in the flesh. Hallelujah. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Hallelujah. Patient in affliction, you know, when it hurts, you know, just pay the price. Come on, just go through it. Faithful in prayer, take it to the Lord. Take it to Yehovah in prayer. Come on. What are you going through? Stop trying to run the world. Stop trying to run your life and surrender your life before him. Verse 1 to verse 2. Hallelujah. Of chapter Romans 12. If you're just joining us, Romans 12. Welcome, Paula. Good to see you there in Arkansas. Arkansas. Great to have you with us. Hallelujah. All right. Share with Elohim's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Hallelujah. Isn't it a blessing to have people round and to to make a meal and to and to bless people with uh, the preparations and the things that we do so we can sit around the table, we can break bread together, we can rejoice together. It's such a blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Practice hospitality. Blessed are those who persecute. <laughs> blessed those who persecute you. Not blessed are those who are persecuted. Well, you're blessed as well. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. It doesn't matter what people do against you. It doesn't matter. You might have to deal with people in the correct manner, but don't get an offended spirit. Uh, you know, don't you know? Don't allow anger to take over. You know, don't operate out of the wrong spirit. Operate in love and operate in the right way. Bless those who persecute you. What do you want to say to your enemies right now? I speak blessing over you. I am not going to come against you. If you come against God, that's between you and him. But, you know, I will bless those who persecute me. Why? Because I know it's not about, I'm not going to get my life out of sync and my spiritual walk out of sync because of your actions. So you want to come against me? I'm not going to look, you're not going to steal my peace. You're not going to rob from me. I'm going to be right standing before the Father and I will bless you even in the midst of the things you do against me. That's how we're called to operate towards our enemies. 
oh, I've had plenty of practice in this area, <laughs> you know, plenty of practice. You know, why? Because the devil wants to destroy you. He wants to break you down. Man, he, he wants to crush you so you can't function for him. And you know, what's the enemy trying to do? He's trying to get to the very heart of the Father. He doesn't really care about you. So when men are devouring each other and, and they're out of unity and they're, they're walking separately, what's happening? The, the enemy's having a field day. But as far as it's concerned between you and Yehovah, you better make sure that, that what's going on is not robbing your peace, that your actions aren't wrong, that you'll be right standing before the Father as long as it's up to you. Hallelujah. That's what you're called to do. Rejoice, verse 15, with those who rejoice. Hallelujah. We can celebrate the victory. Listen, if you come over the finish line, you're going, yeah. And everyone's standing like that. You know, arms folded. Well, what, you know, where's the victory in that? Yeah, where's the, rejoice, rejoice, <laughs> rejoice with those who rejoice. We praise Yahovah for the new child the Father's blessed you with. We rejoice with you. <laughs> we, you know, we, we're going to sing songs of rejoicing over the great things, the miracles that the Father is doing within your life. When you're healed of cancer, when you're delivered and transformed, hallelujah, we're going to rejoice with you. Mourn with those who mourn. Do we know how to come aside and mourn with those who mourn? where we keep them in prayer, we stand with those who are going through tough times. Verse 16, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Pride comes before the fall. Don't be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Listen, I don't, I don't care about my reputation. It means nothing to me. I care about his reputation being revealed in my life you know i don't run around on you know wh when i'm meeting with with uh, key leaders and people in the nations i don't run around trying to get selfies with them to post on my facebook to say look who i'm with you know i just go meet with them anyway it doesn't matter you know you know live in harmony with one another don't be proud be willing to associate with people in low positions you know get out there and get your hands dirty and start ministering to the brokenhearted and even though we're involved in television the joy of ministry is to take the hands of the brokenhearted and to speak life and love and joy and peace into the lives of others there's nothing more amazing than ministering to those in need. What did they say about Yeshua? Yeshua, man, he's that drunkard that spends all his time with sinners. Yeah. Well, he's not out there participating in their sin, but he's out there sharing and ministering in the love of Yehovah with them. Hey, what's happening here? Look at the time. Whew. We're going to have to bring this to a close shortly. Oh, look, you know, it looks like we're just staying in Romans 12. Had a whole bunch of things we're going to do. Maybe this is what we're going to press into this week as we're going forward. Hallelujah. Don't repay. Uh, no, what is it? Don't, don't be proud but willing to associate with people in low position. Do not be conceited. 
Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. But that doesn't mean compromise. Do what's right in the eyes of everybody in accordance with the word. I've seen many people try to bring people to compromise with a false spirit and a false word because they don't understand the order of the word. They don't understand what it says. Sometimes tough love is what we need to bring us to the place where we can walk in repentance in the glory of Yahovah. If you're experiencing the tough love of Yahovah, embrace it. You know, the Father disciplines those he loves. Embrace it. Get your life in order. Don't let it destroy you because, listen, you come against the, the word and the work of Yahovah, it will destroy you. So submit in that place. Submit in that place. Don't repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Hallelujah. Well, that's something we seek to do. But let me tell you something. I'm a warrior in the spirit and I'm going after Hasatan. I'm going after Satan's kingdom to pull it down. <laughs> so, look, I'm engaging in warfare. That's where I live. But we have got to know how to live at peace with everyone as long as it depends on us. And that's something I practice all the time, especially when you've got assignments against you. I will give space and I will step back. And I will allow the working of the Spirit. But if we don't start to see things move in the place of unity by the Spirit, then you see the warrior of, of Yeshua rising up. And that's what, what it's about. It's about dealing with evil. It's about dealing with sin. It's about the authority of the Father bringing transformation and healing and wholeness. This is what it takes to get to unity. How do we get to the place of unity? That's what we read in the book of Ephesians. And it talks about the fivefold ministry being given to get the body of Messiah to unity. So it takes the toughness. It takes the shaping. It takes the body functioning together. Hallelujah. Richard says, but do not rejoice in, the, uh, but do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your name has been written in heaven. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 10, verse 20. Thanks, Richard, for sharing that. That's true. Hallelujah. So don't get all excited about the works and the things that we see, but rejoice at who we are in Messiah. Hallelujah. We're coming very close to the end right now. My wife will be putting a, a notice on there saying you're about to miss uh, Shabbat dinner. You know, we're not quite there yet. Do not take revenge, my friend, but leave room for Elohim's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says Yehovah. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. Do in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Why? Because you're not acting like him. You're not acting like the enemy. You're acting with the love and the peace of Yehovah. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. But what does that mean? It doesn't mean compromise. What does it mean to overcome evil with good? It means overcome evil with the goodness of all the blessings of Yahovah. So we understand through the scripture what is good. Do a study 
and and establish what is good how does the father see good you know what does that look like how how are we meant to deal with that you know if you are uh you know if you're doing good to those that are evil it's it's burning coals it's putting shame and guilt upon them and hopefully it will lead them to repentance if it doesn't they're going to come under the wrath of yahovah if they are not going to walk in the place where uh, they are uh, recognizing the sin, then the Father says, don't you worry. I will deal with it. I will sort it out. <laughs> you know, it's mine to avenge. I will repay, says Yehovah. Hallelujah. The bread is in the oven, says Hannah Rose Russell in the kitchen. Five to ten minutes. Well, that's perfect timing because we just got to the last verse of Romans chapter 12. What's our focus today, brothers and sisters, is that we come together and we celebrate life. We Listen, thank you for who you are. I appreciate you. The Father, you know, may he bless you. May he shine his face upon you. May you see the glory of Yehovah manifest in your life in a mighty way. It is a blessing for me to come together every day and to go live and to minister and share the love of Yeshua directly to those that are connecting with us. Because we've got people who are broken. We've got people who are rejoicing. We've got people who are mourning. We've got people on the feed from all walks. You know, Richard's just gone through an operation. We've got brothers that are, are going through challenges, dealing with medication, getting things sorted. We've got people that are learning on the importance of fasting. And listen... I've, I've been calling people, if you're feeling the need to fast at this time, pay the price as we are getting ready for Shavuot. Ask the Father how long you need to fast. Got one sister just fasted three days, just shared the blessing of what took place in her life. You know, she finished her fast um, yesterday or, or this morning, our time. And, you know, hallelujah. It's amazing what the Father is doing we've we've got douglas and paula joining us as well shalom i didn't see you there welcome thanks for joining with us on um, youtube so you know th this is what we want to put forward tonight you know we're the body let's celebrate that we can rejoice together if you are blessed with the words that you're receiving as we are teaching and edifying and building in messiah then my encouragement is this write an email tell us what the father's doing in your life share testimony it's good to connect so that we can communicate and connect with you if there's other ministries that are blessing you i just want to encourage you take time to send them a note and say thank you if there's people in your life and your local community that are blessing you encouraging you in your faith take time to to show appreciation to who they are but i want us to recognize that we have a responsibility to get our lives in order so that we can function in the unity of the spirit and that's what we see powerfully in romans chapter 12 powerful so i just want to bless you today this sabbath you know you've got the um you know you've got time if you're depending on where you are in the country it's preparation day friday we prepare to enter into his rest i'm already in that place right now and i've just had the joy of fellowshipping with you guys just sharing a little bit of scripture be encouraged may this sabbath be a special sabbath for you remember it's an appointed time 
it's time for us to come together with others like we're doing right now. If you can meet with others in your local community, do that as well in fellowship. If you don't have fellowship, then connect with us and we will be fellowship with you. Hallelujah. So thanks for watching. Have a blessed Sabbath. If you've got prayer requests, let me put my email address in. <laughs> I'm spelling it wrong. It's Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com and uh, that's where you can connect. If you want to uh, support and stand with the ministry and you want to give, uh, you know, if this is a place that is ministering to you and blessing you, then we encourage you to give. You know, we've got projects and things that we are committing to, that we put our resources towards for making a difference in the kingdom. You can go to that link there. It also has places where you can send donations by um, uh, mail as well as giving online. But uh, I just want to say thank you so much for every person that stands and supports us. Why? Because your finances enable us to reach more people for the gospel of the kingdom. And we'll be coming to a stage where we'll go back on television and we'll do more on uh, radio as well. And uh, we're just gearing up for a whole lot of things that we're going to be doing. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Uh, it'll be two... It'll only be two days and 12 hours from Jerusalem when I go to Pakistan. Wow, you got a ticket already, Richard. That's great. Well, we're going to pray for you as you go to Pakistan. We want you to keep in, in touch with us. And Father, we pray uh, protection over Richard and preparation over him uh, as he is getting ready to go to Pakistan, as he feel, uh, feels called to go and minister there. We just speak blessings over you right now, Richard. Anyway, I'm going to sign off right now. Um, I appreciate every one of you. Thanks for joining. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Probably be around about 7 o'clock.